Why are you naked eating cake in bed? <laughs> I mowed the lawn. I deserve this. <laughs>
family drama thing. Uh, he's like, when's my next baseball game? And he was really worried. And I'm like, that's like in four days. He's like, will my sock be dry by then? Will I be able to soldier forth and play? Take one for the team. Will this be my moment in the sports movie where I overcome adversity of a wet sock and hit the game-winning home run? I get socks and, and having certain socks for certain things. Did he have on his like baseball sock at the time? Yeah, yeah, it was his baseball sock. Okay. And he only has one pair of baseball socks. Yeah. How many pairs of baseball socks do you have? And he couldn't wash them before Thursday. Yeah, well, of course. That's what I was just like, dude, worst case scenario, we have a machine dedicated to the act of drying clothing. <laughs> Even if you had to go play baseball right now, we could do that. Or you could just play baseball in a wet sock. Yes, I know. No one likes having a wet sock in, in shoes. That's just the worst. If a little bit of water gets through your shoe, you're like, well, I'm just going to be reminded of this every step I take for the rest of the day. But you soldier on and you face it. Well, that's been the best part about working from home is that when I did, when I would do that going to work, like I step out of my car and first thing I do is step in a puddle and my sock is wet. I'm like, okay, I either have to just deal with this all day or I can, you know, do the semi-gross thing and hang it out to dry while I'm at work and let it dry out a little bit before I put it back on, which is what I actually did. This did happen to me. <laughs> but when you work from home, that happens. What do you do? You go back home after you drop the kids off, you get new socks. <laughs> so... I get where he's coming from, but yeah, for for a sock that far out where, like you said, there's multiple ways to dry it. At, at, what day was this that happened? Do you remember? Uh, let's see. So it would have been Saturday? Saturday. It would have been Saturday. That's when his last game was before. So all the way to Thursday. Yeah. So five more days later. So yeah, you hang up that sock. It's probably going to be dry by the next day. So that, that was not a concern. But... I, yeah, I get how wet socks suck. And like the first thing, I love that the first thing you think I was like, oh man, I have a baseball game next <laughs> in five days. Will it be dry by then? <laughs> it's like, the science shouldn't be that hard, son. <laughs> think, think about this one for a very short period of time and hopefully you'll get there. But no, going back to water and kids, my kids are both, they, they like being in water. They, they, again, it, it takes like a certain compulsion. It's like, oh, we're going to go out and do this thing. Let's get excited about it. Okay, get on swimsuit, get all the toys, get all this stuff. Boom, this is happening. I'm happy. But yeah, if it's like, oh, you want to go outside? Oh, it's it's raining a bit. No, I don't want to get wet. <laughs> or if a, a sprinkler happens to be nearby. it's just, Again, unless it's like, let's get set. Let's get on swimsuits. We're going to jump through that sprinkler. It's going to be fun. If you just like mention it then it's like oh I, no that's not for me <laughs> i should say that's all that that's also more for my daughter my my son he, he definitely took off running from my wife one day when she was trying to get him in the car and ran through somebody's sprinkler <laughs> and had no change of clothes so he just had to come home soaking wet and i got him out of the car and was like whoa whoa wait wait why why are you wet did he pee himself oh my god it's everywhere and i was like no he ran through the sprinkler i'm like oh well that's totally fine then because i you know I, i've got Going back from, reeling back from the, oh, no, he's covered in pee. What happened here? And learning it's water. I'm like, ah, that's fine. Good job, son. I think kids should get wet. I think kids should get dirty. I think they should do all that crazy stuff. Because, you know, that's that's how you're a kid. Just don't bring it inside afterwards. What do you want them to do? Take a shower in the backyard? Not shower, no, because that's just going to get them wetter. Duh. What if they have mud on them? You strip down at the door, leave everything there, and you, you air dry. <laughs> so... Okay, the Jason Ziegler Guide to Parenting. Kid runs through the sprinklers, comes home, strips naked on the porch, waves his unit at the neighbors, and then comes inside. No, no, no. <laughs> that You took it, no, that's the wrong way. 
You get inside, then you strip naked. Let's not show anything to anybody. Then you're getting the stuff in the house. If it's in that part of the house. But it's not, no, not, not all through the house. We have one room that we call specifically the mud room. That is the room where you can leave your dirties and unmentionables and wet stuff and we'll deal with it there. And then you get dry before you do anything else. Is that why it's called a mud room? I mean, it probably got mudded at once, so we called it the mud room, yeah. Well, because like I've I think heard, it was actually called that before we moved in. Yeah, because I remember when we were looking at houses, people would be like, "Yeah," and down there by the garage is a mud room. I'm like, "What the heck is a mud room?" So it's not the front entrance, it, but it's like a side entrance. But there's an extra little room where you take off your muddy clothes so the neighbors don't see your unit. Got it? That actually makes sense. That's what I have always used it for. Yes, except me, it's my house, so I can do it wherever I want. So I go into the kitchen and do it where there's plenty of windows. <laughs> standing in the light of our fridge trying to figure out what to eat <laughs> completely nude dripping with sweat my house my rules See, we would always just come into the house muddy and then go straight to the bathroom so yeah i mean their stairs were gross but you know stairs are gross yeah it depends on how much carpet you have and if it's nice carpet and it, it, it depends on the family but i mean if i found muddy footprints all through the house yeah i would be incensed Okay, yeah, yeah. But they can find my muddy footprints, and I'd be like, eh, well, deal with it. I'm dead. <laughs> Why are you naked eating cake in bed? I'm dead. <laughs> I mowed the lawn. I deserve this. <laughs> Look away. Nude father is eating cake. Oh, it's so moist. <laughs> you hate that word. I know. I'm dead. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> That is an abuse of dad power. Like, you know, I, I agreed. I'm the dad. I can make some choices. But those choices always have the ability to be vetoed by mom. And she would definitely veto naked cake. Naked cake eating in bed. Yeah. Uh, as they should. My son, in addition to like being wet, he also just likes being naked. He'll get naked for bedtime and then just roll around on our bed. And I'm like, no, we have nice, clean-ish sheets. Don't. <laughs> Roll, oh, you're just so disgusting, dude. And he just sticks his tongue out, just like, I know it. Look at me. I'm son. I can make choices. <laughs> I can be naked and eat cake too, dad. Oh no, what have I become? <laughs> I learned it from you, dad. Long and short of it, it's a new pool coming to our house. It'll hopefully be easier to clean and we'll we'll keep it cleaner and... <laughs> I say this knowing full well that my sister-in-law and her family, they buy a new pool every year because they can't be bothered to clean it at the end. Like, they literally just chuck it. They don't even try. It's like they don't even make the effort. So I at least feel better about that. I'm like, well, at least we made an effort to try and clean it. It didn't work out. It got moldy. So we're throwing it out. And they're just like, literally at the end of the season, it's like, well, this is now gone. Okay. I mean, and that's... We'll get a new one next year. How much money are you spending on these pools? Like, what's your annual pool budget? Ours is not very large. I mean, we, we try not to buy one every year. So this is our, like I said, third one. And between two kids, that's not too terrible. And I think this one was 80 bucks. Okay. Okay. That's not too bad. So it's, it's not terrible. So my big experience with pools growing up, like I said, Idaho, not really a state where most people would have a pool. It's too far north. It's too dry. I did know a few people who were... Like, you could tell someone was really doing well for themselves if they had a hot tub. Like, that's you wanted the friends with the hot tub. But I did have uh, one of my very good friends. He and his cousins one year decided that they really wanted a pool at Grandma's house. And Grandpa was like, all right, you guys dig the hole. We'll fill it. So they dug a big hole in their grandparents' backyard. And true to his word, Grandpa made it a pool and got it, like, you know, tiled and concreted and everything. So it was a pool. It did not have any heat. I didn't, I don't know if it had filtration. 
<laughs> it was a cold pool. And so every year we had dreams of having the big high school pool party where we would invite all the girls out and all the guys and everyone at school is going to be there. We're going to be playing by the pool. It'll be just like in the movies. And every year would ask like, hey, can we have a pool party? And they're like, sure, got to go clean the pool. So every spring we would go out to the pool and it looked like a swamp that ate Atreyu's horse in the never ending story. Never seen it. You and my wife would both shame me about that movie, I know. But how about the pool at the end of uh, uh, Poltergeist? I finally seen that movie. Have you seen that Poltergeist. one? I don't remember the pool in Poltergeist. Poltergeist is the one where uh, Coach and had a creepy kid, right? Yes, but the it's also built on an Indian burial ground, and like the the dead people start coming out of the pool at one point. I don't remember that part, but yes, that it, it, it's a bad pool. Dead things did come out because every year we had to fish out dead squirrels that had landed in it and died i do not fear the zombie apocalypse because i've fished a bloated hairless squirrel out of water and dealt with it so you know what bring it on zach schneider your army of the dead's got nothing on that squirrel so i appreciate man builds own pool and f the regulations and the chlorine and everything else needed to maintain it but would he at least put a tarp over it there was a tarp. That's how the squirrels died. If there wasn't a tarp on it, they'd be like, that's water. I'm not going to jump on it. But if there's a tarp, they're like, oh, that's land. I'm going to jump on it. And they're like, no! And then they get stuck under the tarp and die. How do they get under the tarp? The tarp is to cover the pool. Yeah, the tarp is a tarp, and they are, they have weight. Just, once again, like a Treyu's horse, when you put something heavy on water, it goes in. <laughs> But you drain the pool, and you would put the understand these things if you watch the Neverending Story. You'd understand these things if you'd ever seen a freaking pool, besides the one your uncle built. So they didn't <laughs> drain it. That's why I don't think it had any drainage because they never drained it. Our lives would have been so much easier if they had just taken the water out of it, and then we could have skateboarded. We could have a big skateboard party there. But no, that was never the thing. So wait, so wait, 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 wait. So, so the time they filled it the first time, that was the same water all ev- forever. I, I don't know. <laughs> all I know is we would go out there and we would would take off the tarp, find all the dead animals that were in there. There were always a couple. Would would get those off with the skimmer. This is why people should not join Greater Idaho. This is what we did. We would scoop all the stuff off, and then we would do something with the scoop. And oh, this was, I, I told you my friend's aunt was a biology teacher. This was that friend. So she was always there like laughing and like, oh, that's so cool. Look, you can see this, that, and the other. And I'm like, oh. And of course we're in it too. Like, yeah, look, look at, look at all those distended organs. This is amazing. It's such a mystery why you couldn't get babes to come hang out with you by this <laughs> pool. Yeah. So we, we would clean it off and then we'd have to scrub the sides in the cold water. So we'd scrub the sides down to get all the, the algae off of those. And then we were allowed to invite everyone to come out and and party. And yeah, no one came. It was we could never get get that big summer party going. So if you couldn't scrub, if you had to scrub it, but you couldn't get the water out of it, then it just became a big soapy, sudsy mess. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Might have been. I don't remember that part. <laughs> I remember the, the squirrels. <laughs> That sounds so disgusting. I love, again, I love the fact that a man decides I want pool, so I'm just going to build it and screw the codes and everything else you need to follow and 
drainage. Ah, I don't need that for my pool. Uh, suction. No, don't need that either. No, heat. What? Why do you need heat for your pool? We definitely had chlorine because there was a ton of chlorine in that. Like it would way more chlorinated than a normal pool because we were just throwing in the chemicals ourselves. This wasn't man wants pool. This is man's grandkids want pool. Man doesn't want to deal with it. So he put us in charge of everything. But like you have to measure the chlorine that goes in and the chlorine gets uh, filtered out and put back. You know, it's, it's a process. You can't just pour chlorine in and be like, hey, it's chlorinated water. Kids get in. <laughs> I think that's what we did. <laughs> You're lucky you don't have an extra limb or something. You don't know what I got down here. Ah, uh, that's uh, that. Okay. Again, this is why it's not a video podcast. <laughs> to everybody that didn't have to see what I just saw. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, so we could definitely get a, a, a group of guys to to come and hang out. And so like we had we had bro nights at the pool all the time. But I don't think we ever got a girl into that pool. I'm trying to think if there was ever. I don't even think any, like, girlfriends or sisters ever came. Yeah. There's nothing. No. Women are smarter <laughs> than men. It's a big sausage fest in the pool. That's, I mean, a sausage fest in that pool sounds like <laughs> cursed <laughs> and... Like, that's... I, 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 yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's like this Ina Poltergeist, but instead of zombies, it's wieners. <laughs> Just floating to the surface. Oh, there's another one! Ah! <laughs> Another! No, that's a squirrel. That's a squirrel. We've got to get the squirrel out of there. <laughs> Let me get the scoop. But still, I mean, if I could go back in time and have another pool mosh pit listening to Nine Inch Nails, I'd do it in a heartbeat, man. Uh, more power to you. I, those were good times. We had family friends that actually a had actual pools that, you know, they did all the work and the upkeep and heated and, and chlorine and all the, all the stuff you should have with a the pool. They didn't <laughs> build it themselves or... If they did, they had help. So I, I at least appreciated that, I guess. Yeah, I'd but you see, I maintain it myself. I've had friends since then who had pools in their backyard, and it just seems like such a pain in the butt. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'd never have one myself. If I had to have a pool, I would go the go the squirrel death trap route, where it's like, yeah, you want a pool, kid? Go dig it. So you're like the the main character from Encino Man, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Go take care of it yourselves, and we'll we'll get by. Because you know what, you're going to lose interest in this. No chicks are going to come hang out. You're not going to get fast times at Ridgemont Hyde out there. You're going to just smash into your friends and have you know stupid guy fun, and that's great. But I'm not going to invest a lot of work into you just having a place to be a dork. You can be a dork wherever. You can be a dork in just a pond full of cold water. So you know what? It's true. I've 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 lived my childhood by that creed. <laughs> You could be a dork anywhere. You could be a dork by a pond if you want. Yeah, I'm I'm liking my family's decision to just buy a new inflatable pool every year. <laughs> more and more. <laughs> Sounds much better. At least that one gets gets emptied. And I have not yet I have yet to see a dead squirrel in any of them. Well then you haven't lived. You haven't truly learned biology. I'm fine yet. with that. You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. Digital Strips.